speaking of Jew lasers, <laughs> did you you know what a water bear is? A what? A water bear? A water bear? Yeah. No. It's this tiny little, uh, like, uh, microscopic, tiny little creature, but it's like the toughest living thing on the planet. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so a few years ago, the Israelis were launching, a, they launched a rocket with some of these, uh, with some human DNA and these water bears uh, on, on the rocket, mm-hmm. and it wrecked in the Sea of Solitude. Great. So basically what they did was they spread human DNA, the toughest living creature ever to exist, and fucking, like, moon radiation. So I think we're all fucked. <laughs> At some point, this is coming back to get us. Oh, that's okay. And that's why we have Jew lasers. Jew lasers <laughs> to shoot that shit down. <laughs> right. Coming to you from high atop the mendacious building in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. It's the Bulldash Syndicate. And now here's your hosts, Chip and James. I'm not Chip. I'm not James. Okay, that's all we needed. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Didn't need to do that. Well, so you know how I told you the life insurance company sent somebody to my house this morning to do a a physical evaluation? Mm -hmm. Well, so the reason they sent that dude to my house, because... So first thing, like when I... Switched my car, car, car and homeowner's insurance over. <clears throat> they were telling me that I'd have to come into the office and sign this paperwork because you know everything they just do online or over the phone, especially now. Right. Well, they were like, you know, can we set up an appointment for you to come? I was like, I mean, I'll just yeah. When? When do y'all want to? Do? And they're like, well, next Wednesday. No, when I'm not going to fucking go next Wednesday. I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's fine. Don't fucking go. Don't call because I mean, I'm already my car's insured, my house is insured. I've already, I'm already paying for my life insurance and have been for months now. Mm-hmm. And you're still asking me when I'm going to come sign this fucking paperwork. I'm like, why the fuck do I need to come sign anything if y'all are already taking my money? Right. You're not going to take my fucking money and not insure me. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's done. Right. So, eventually with like the car and homeowner's insurance, they were like, you know, all that other stuff, just don't worry about it. We took care of it, <laughs> which means somebody wrote my fucking signature on these pieces of paper. Well, so with my life insurance stuff, they were like, you know, uh, we need to set up an appointment. Do you want to do it in your home or go somewhere? I'm like, oh, I don't fucking want anybody in my house. I'll want to go somewhere. And they were like, great. Well, you can go to this address in Chattanooga. I'll Jesus. Say, yeah. <laughs> so I look up the address while I'm on the phone. It's a fucking homeless shelter. And it's not like a plaza that's shared with other places. It is one fucking building. I can zoom in and see the numbers at the front door. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. It is a homeless shelter. <laughs> and I'm on the phone with her, and she's giving me the address from fucking Iraq, Saudi Arabia, wherever the fuck she's at. And she's giving me this address. 
And I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, it's a homeless shelter. I'm like, yeah, that works. I'll be there, you know, 9 a.m. sharp. (laughs) I don't fucking go. I don't call and say, hey, I need to change that appointment. So then they called me the next day and they were like, hey, we saw that you, you know, you missed your appointment yesterday. Can we just reschedule that? And I said, yeah, when do you want to reschedule that for? <laughs> so we made another, it's a, it's a dick thing to do. I know it's pretty bad. So I rescheduled <laughs> it and didn't fucking go. So then this, now this dude's calling me, uh, from just from homeless shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, but no, this dude calls me and says, Hey, um, we got to get this stuff done. I'm going to be over in your area here in like two days he was like i'm you, you is it okay if i just stop by your place and just draw your blood and collect a urine sample <laughs> and i'm like yeah come on <laughs> yeah just every time he called yeah sure yeah i'll be here he's like what's the address i give him the neighbor's address <laughs> but no I, he he already had my address they found me and then he called me this morning so like it's already a pain in the ass and then eventually I'm like, yeah, just fucking come don't, on. Board. Just, don't, don't let him in the house. You're just doing it all on the porch. standing on the front porch. And uh, <laughs> insisting that he draw blood from your ass. Yeah. So I'm already <laughs> mad that this dude, that I'm already mad I'm having to do this. Because I just, if it's, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to fucking do it. Right. But I'm kind of, you know, I'm older now. I have kids. I'm trying to be responsible and have life insurance in case I die. And so I'm mad that I'm forcing myself to do this. And then the fucking dude calls me like an hour and some change early. Then earlier than he was supposed to be. I was like, hey, you remember our appointment? I'm like, yeah, I remember. Hmm. And he was like, well, you you care if I come early? And I'm like, how early? He's like, I can be there in like five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's down at the fucking gas station. You fucking asshole. Come on. (laughs) And he was really quick, too. He didn't fucking no small talk. Just. Blood pressure, step on the scale. How tall are you? Didn't even fucking take my height. He was like, how tall are you? Uh, stick your arm out, make a fist. Drew my blood. It was sure. quick. And then I felt so dumb afterwards. I was like, you fucking made such a big deal about that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in and out in five minutes. Yeah, that's what most of those things are. Where you just like, I don't want to fucking deal with it. And it's like, it's, I, it's uh, my fucking father decided at one point he's a welder and used to work on nuclear plants and shit. Right. So he went to go do his taxes one year and he would always write off his fucking like his gloves and his fucking clothes and shit like that on his taxes. And one year the the fucking IRS said, you can't write that shit off. He said, well, fuck you. I'm not fucking paying my taxes. And he didn't pay his taxes for fucking, I don't think he paid them again ever. Right. So they would come after him and he'd go, throw me in jail fuck it i don't care if, it, if it's that much if it means that much to you just go ahead and throw me in jail and they don't want to throw him in jail because it costs them a lot of money yeah. yeah so then they kept going they kept like they would call back every once in a while and go okay well look if you just pay this much we'll fucking right <laughs> yeah trying to haggle with him right and now he's like he's fucking retired he's drawing a pension and shit and he's still not like He's not fucking, I'm not paying the fucking taxes. I fucking, you guys should have let me fucking write my shirts off 20 fucking years ago. Yeah. He ended up just like, I don't think he ever fucking paid them anything. He just like went through his whole life saying, fuck it. Like nothing means anything is what I'm trying to say. No, no, it doesn't. (laughs) Like signatures, signatures don't mean shit anymore. No. And I think it's crazy. There's a lot of things in life where the whole time you're growing up, you're like, oh, God, that's really important. If I don't do that, I could get in a lot of trouble. And now as an adult, 
it's like I'm even yeah. adults are like, if you don't do this, this, or this, you know, there's yeah. consequences. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I don't have to fucking do any of that. You shit. know, the fucking that whole that whole fucking it'll go on your permanent record thing. Yeah, there's no permanent record. <laughs> Right. I I want my permanent record. I've been looking for it for yeah. years because I'm like I went to so many fucking schools. I really want to know how many I went to. Yeah, and I can't find it anywhere. Somebody's got to know, right? They had to oh, have yeah. fucking like they had to have like tracked that shit. Like it's on a floppy disk somewhere. Yeah, it's in the fucking, <laughs> if the building didn't burn down. Yeah, like I went to elementary school somewhere in Chattanooga when I, back in the you know back in the day. I don't think the school's even there anymore. I love being an adult. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You just have your children sign everything. That, everything that needs to yeah. be signed is said, hey, come here. <laughs> yeah. Call them over. They're fucking like doing it in crayon and shit. You could, oh, fuck. I'm just going to start signing everything in crayon from now on. <laughs> I swear to God, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife had this similar conversation the other day. We were talking about uh, being in, just how fucking weird being in middle school is. Yeah. Just because the age that you are and the things that you're going through, that you're experiencing for the first time. Yeah. You know, in elementary school, they're always like, you know, have your parents sign this and you're scared. Like, oh, God, if my parents don't sign this, right. there's consequences. But, dude, once I fucking hit seventh grade, we had agendas and it was just it was just like a book and it was an agenda book. It had calendar in it. Right. And if you were bad or got in trouble, the fucking principal or teacher would write some shit in there and be like, all right, your mom or dad's got to sign this. And every single day you had to take your agenda home and have your parents sign the back. There was a log on the back of it. Yeah. And your parents would have to put their initials and the date right. showing that they looked at your agenda. I didn't never fucking do that. And the consequence for it was you had what was called silent lunch. It was like fucking lunch detention. So for 30 minutes, you just sat by yourself and didn't talk. And that was like the biggest fucking punishment they could do. And all these kids were Not like, oh talk. my God. All these kids were like, oh my God, could you, can you sign this for me with like your fucking left hand? This is my mom's. This is what my mom's signature looks like. Right. And there's me, my agenda's laying out on my desk, and the teacher's like, Chip, why didn't your mom sign your agenda? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just not even making it, not even lying about it. No, yeah. she didn't work late, or was she not home when he got home? No, she was there. <laughs> what is everything? She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nothing means nothing. No, hell no. That's, that's the new t-shirt. Nothing, nothing means, means nothing. nothing. <laughs> And if it does mean something, you do laser that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to start this band or not? You want to start a band? Yeah. For real? Yeah. What, what, I was being serious when I was talking to you about it the other day. What do you want to do? I don't know. What can we do? We can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not familiar with band stuff. You don't play any instruments? No. <laughs> you know, you the best part. You can teach me. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't sing? Mm-mm. No instruments, no singing. Yeah. So it's kind of like fucking Paul. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> want to be a producer? You're not yeah. funny. You don't know how to fucking work Google. <laughs> you want to come produce the show? <laughs> so when I was when I was a kid, we used to play in bands, and we had a we had a bass guitar and a bass amp, mm-hmm. and uh, never had a bass player. So we would just always have someone pretend like they, they would just sit there and play. Mm-hmm. Like, can you play bass? No. Okay. Well, the whole big thing was that basses are meant to be felt, not heard. So, right? <laughs> you just sit in the corner and fucking, <laughs> fucking slap that bitch like with along with the beat. And if you can't do the beat, oh well, there's twenty other fucking people we can get to do it. <laughs> yeah, I can't sing. If I get real good and drunk, I can fucking sing some Johnny Cash or right Hank Williams Jr. 
That's, I think it's great. I think I, I sing it really well. But well, I mean, being drunk and being being drunk singing Hank Williams Jr. is like the requirement, right? That's how I think it, that's so. how it was that's recorded the only, in the yeah. first place. My phone won't even let me play it <laughs> unless it knows I'm like you know six yeah. beers in. You get a fucking breathalyzer on your phone. You get a blow <laughs> into that fucking thing, and it, and it unlocks some of the. It unlocks a whole new level of country yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Mother Podcast. Now it's time for On This Day with Chip and James. Pay attention, you may learn some. That kid's fucking awesome. I think that's probably one of my favorite intros. Is it? Yeah. I wish it was a little heavier. <laughs> that kid's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. I gotta. Do, I forgot to do something real quick. God damn it! I'm just like all over the place. Zoom today. in on the letter so you can see it. No, I already did that. Oh, <laughs> I had to. Uh, so we don't have Paul here with us today. No. Which, you know, we'll see how smooth shit runs without him. <laughs> <laughs> but he did leave us this. Uh, on this day, February sixteenth, in nineteen fifty-seven, was born. Levardus Robert Martin Burton Jr., and he was born in Landstuhl, West Germany, or is as he is better known, LeVar Burton. I have no idea who that is. You don't know who LeVar Burton is? Mm-mm. Well, we're all going to find out together. I'm learning. Okay. you. I I can't believe you don't know who LeVar, is, LeVar Burton is. Mm-mm. I might know who it is once you get into this, uh-huh. but just from the name. No idea. That's fucking crazy. LeVar Burton is going to be a lot like, it's got to be a lot like Dolly. Oh, sweet. He's just a good dude. Okay. All right. So from the age of 13 to 17, Burton, who was raised Roman Catholic, entered a seminary in Galt, California, intending to become a priest. Uh, At age 17, questioning the Catholic faith, he changed his vocation to acting. His breakthrough role was as young Kunta Kinte in the ABC miniseries Roots in 1977. Have you heard of that? Roots? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Roots was fucking gigantic. 51.1% of all American homes tuned in to watch the miniseries. It fucking like changed. It basically changed race relations. The fucking the, the miniseries did. Like people were like suddenly in 77 seeing black people as like oh, this is their past this is all the shit that they went through yeah casinos shut down theaters and restaurants emptied and colleges started roots programs i mean it was fucking gigantic uh that was back when there was only like the three networks he was also the host and executive producer of reading rainbow starting in 1983 for pbs and the series ran for 23 seasons reading rainbow Mm-mm. you don't know fucking reading rainbow i'd have to see it mm. <sighs> Okay. After Reading Rainbow went off the air in 2006, because. Yeah, I know what Reading Rainbow is. Do you? Yeah. Burton and his business partner, Mark Wolf, acquired the global rights to the brand and formed RR Kids, a new media company for children. 
Reading Rainbow was reimagined as an all-new application for the iPad in 2012, and it was an immediate success, becoming the number one educational application within 36 hours. Wow, that's crazy. Basically, he started Reading Rainbow because they felt that children over summer break would lose some of their literacy, Mm -hmm. and it was to keep them reading year-round, so that, you know... On May 28th, 2014, Burton and numerous co-workers from the past from past work start, uh, started a Kickstarter campaign project to bring back Reading Rainbow. His desire to have a new Reading Rainbow be integrated into the classrooms of elementary schools across the country and for schools in need to have free access. The Kickstarter campaign has since raised over $5 million, reaching triple its goal in only three days. Yeah. Very popular, dude. Yeah. That's why I'm like, uh, in, <laughs> in 2017, LeVar Burton was sued by the public broadcasting company for allegedly for alleged copyright infringements for the use of Reading Rainbow brand in marketing the new iPad app and other online media. Uh, our kids later became known as LeVar Burton kids and the iPad app became Skyberry. Uh, Skyberry? Mm-hmm. Like library? Skyberry. Yeah. In 1986, Gene Roddenberry approached Burton with the role of Lieutenant Junior Grade Gordy LaForge in Star Trek, the next generation television series. He would film Reading Rainbow on the weekends between filming The Next Generation. So he's a busy dude. Mm-hmm. He's played uh, the role of a visitor to Fantasy Island, Battle of the ne- he's been on the Battle of the Network Stars, Murder She Wrote, $25,000 and $100,000 Pyramids. Community, The Big Bang Theory, Perception, and The Eric Andre Show. So many that I can't name them all. He's directed, acted, authored. In 2012, Burton joined the board of directors for the AIDS Research Alliance, and he is like the basically the West Coast version of Dolly Parton. And just a side note, during the taping of the first season episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, LeVar Burton ate some bad seafood and began hallucinating. He held the entire crew at gunpoint, forcing Brent's to drink a cup of urine and force the remaining cast members to wear plastic bags over their heads that Burton insisted were full of his flatulence. Uh, Gates McFadden was hospitalized for several months and had to be replaced with a pile of pink Play-Doh on a skateboard for the second season. It has been rumored it was dog urine from the dog that played Spot the Cat on the show. They used a male dog for the part because it was easier to handle than a female cat. But everyone knows that Spot was portrayed by two chinchillas in a cat costume. What the fuck? Um, there's a note here. It says, uh, sorry about that last, but that last part was made up. I couldn't find anything wrong with this guy. This is fucking bullshit. Where's my weed? Hugs and kisses, Paul. <laughs> P.S. Press play, fags. Great. Uh, okay. So, thanks, Paul. Yeah. We're all in this together. <laughs> Nestle close to their kittens. The lambs have lain down with the sheep. They're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please, go the fuck to sleep. The windows are dark in the town, child. The whales huddle down in the deep. I'll read you one very last book if you swear you'll go the fuck to sleep. The eagles who 
soar through the sky are at rest, and the creatures who crawl, run, and creep. I know you're not thirsty. That's bullshit. Stop lying. <laughs> Lie the fuck down, my darling, and sleep. The wind whispers soft through the grass. Huh? The field mice, they make not pee. It's been 38 minutes already. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Go to sleep! <laughs> All the kids from daycare are in dreamland. The froggy has made his last leap. Hell no, you can't go to the bathroom. You know where you can go. The fuck to sleep. <laughs> the owls fly forth from the treetops. Through the air, they soar and they weep. A hot crimson rage fills my heart, love. For real, shut the fuck up and sleep. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah. I like it. I've got a, there's a full version of that here mm -hmm. for your kids. Yeah. I'm going to need that book to make them fucking go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now I feel guilty. Why? Cause I don't know. Just cause reading rainbow was so innocent. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to drink. Okay. Beer time. It is. It's beer time. What do we got today, Chip? I love the can. I just want to start off by saying that. Yeah. It's one of the best cans I've seen in a while. It's pretty damn funny. We are drinking Squatch Watching Wheat Squatch. from Naked River Brewing Company. Uh, it's American wheat ale made of 40% wheat. It makes for a pale, easy drinking beer with a slight malt taste. Very good. I like it. 5.7. Mm -hmm. 29 IBU views. scale. Well, that ought to be good, right? I love the can. I still can't get over the can. Really? Yeah, I like the can a lot. Because it's got a uh, Bigfoots on it. Did you look at the uh, the very the, the 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 city and the top of it? Is where is that our city? Yes, it's it Chattanooga. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, there's the bridge. bridge, and then there's the <laughs> aquarium over here. Yeah, very good. Oops. There's our bridge. Everybody, take a picture of the bridge. Post it a million fucking times. No one's tired of that shit yet. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what bridge is that? Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that bridge before. Jesus Christ. And this man. weird architecture. Dude, you can't even fucking, you Google Chattanooga and that bridge comes up. <laughs> it's just, and then you go in person, you're like, hmm. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> and then if you really want to fucking look into the history of, it, of what happened on that bridge, <laughs> yeah. why the fuck are we taking pictures of this thing? <laughs> so what do you think? Definitely not an all-day drinker. <sighs> No, it's a wheat beer. It's like a Budweiser, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's not a Budweiser, but it's like, isn't that, isn't Bud a, a wheat beer? I don't know. I think so. I believe so. God, we really should know what the fuck we're talking about occasionally. Did you not pour your whole can into your glass? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I was going to say, either that or you fucking are way <laughs> ahead of me. I like it. It's it's really good. I do like it. Could not drink this all day, though. No. This is like a one and done. Yeah. For me. Teach their own. I still can't get over whatever the fuck we drank uh, on the last show. That the siren from yeah, that was good. 
That was so damn good. From um, Crosstown? Crosstown Brewing Company. Yeah. This is good. I like the aftertaste of this. I like the uh, the fact that there is a Jewish space laser agency, and it cannot in any reasonable fashion be held responsible for the California forest fires. If you examine the facts, you will clearly see that a number of the factors conspired to create this tragic mis- Michigas. Michigas. They used the word Michigas. <laughs> in their fu- oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Wow, they really are Jewish, huh? Uh, yeah, it's like super Jewish laser fucking agency. That is crazy that that thing even exists. Yeah, why does that exist? First, some background: the Jewish space laser is mainly reserved for the use in for use in important ceremonial and ritual observances, such as warming the the challah for Friday night dinners, lighting Hanukkah candles when we run out of matches, and alerting New Yorkers to sales at Russ and Daughters to help. And, and helping Miss Glickman find the airplane mode on her e-reader. <laughs> okay, this is definitely not. <laughs> Paul wrote this article, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he had us in the first half. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, this is a good beer. Yeah. It's like it, but it is, it's a little heavy. It ta- it's got a weird taste to it. I yeah. keep tasting it. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Well, that's what you do. You just keep tasting it. Eventually, you'll figure it out. Or... You won't. I'm almost to the bottom of it. <clears throat> <laughs> Chip, beer detective. <laughs> and it's all dramatic. I got all this foam in my fucking mustache. <laughs> we can't go on to anything else yet. <clears throat> Why? We got to finish this? I got to figure out what it is. That's wrong with the beer? Yeah. I don't think anything is wrong with it. No. I think it's just not an, it's not an IPA. No. It's a wheat beer. And I'm pretty sure that Budweiser makes wheat beers. Is it Budweiser? Let's Google that. I see it says here, notes of grapefruit. It is is produced without wheat. Is it? Huh. This says notes of grapefruit and orange peel. And I can see it. Yeah, a little bit. But it also, to me, the aftertaste kind of tastes nutty. Nutty? Mm Mm-hmm. It tastes nutty. Huh. You know, like the aftertaste of a peanut? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. God damn it. Naked River Bruins trying to kill me. When you uh <coughs> when you were growing up, did you did they talk about the big feats around here? The what? The big feats? Uh-huh. Yeah, there was this chick that used to work down at the gas station. She'd never wear shoes. That's what we <laughs> called her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just say it'd be getting dark and your parents tell you if you don't get inside the house, Bigfoot's gonna get you. The uh, we have uh, in in Florida, they it's not a Bigfoot and it's not a Sasquatch. Sasquatch, I thought was a north a northwestern thing. I guess I don't know. Um, it's all the same to me. Uh, like there's, it's the abominable snowman. It's the like there's fucking different names yeah. for it. In Florida, it's called the skunk ape. Yeah, skunk ape. Yeah, there's a skunk ape research center down there. Oh yeah, yeah. You ever seen it? The skunk ape research center? No, just a skunk ape. No. No, we had a girl that used to work at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch would never take a bath. We called her the skunk ape. Yeah. But where I grew up out in the middle of nowhere, real late at night, you would always hear shit out in the woods. I mean, like during the day, you would hear shit that you that you know no other animal really makes a noise like that. Or What? Yeah. And you would just always say, oh, that's Bigfoot. Mm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No, I don't believe Bigfoot's around. Why not? I'm just a cynical bastard. <laughs> Let me guess you also don't believe in aliens, do you? 
I don't believe in, uh, I believe that pretty soon we're going to have a bunch of them here because of the Israeli fucking <laughs> space force. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. All right. <laughs> like, if you really look into fucking the water bears, there are some tough motherfuckers. <laughs> and I don't think them just being smeared across the face of the moon did anything to them other than make them mad. This is a wheat beer. I like it. So, I do. so it's grown on me. In the last two have minutes. you ever had uh, Shock Top? Shock, yes. Yeah. That's a, it's wheat a wheat beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. And I dig Shock Top. <clears throat> shop, shock, shock Top. I wish I had an orange peel or something to throw in this bitch. Yep. Yeah. That'd be that, good. Yeah. That'd be really good. You want to go get us an orange? Do you have any? Oh, no. Nah. Just <laughs> right next door and get an orange. I don't believe anything you're saying to me right now. <laughs> you don't think we can go next door and get an orange? Next door where? <laughs> Next door to here. No. Okay. <laughs> drink your fucking beer like you have. Drink it. Drink it without the orange. Fucking piece of shit. Dude, what the fuck? What is this? Is this the new game where we're fucking just like, let's pound that motherfucker <laughs> in five minutes? And- yeah, I think so. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, let's get I tasted it, it enough. And- Hold on. Your move, old man. <laughs> here we go. No pressure. Wow. Amazing throat action. I give that an 8 out of 10. Oh, God. I wonder if it's insulting if you walk into a microbrewery or or craft brew, <clears throat> order a beer and chug that bitch. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> just no, no savoring the flavor, just fucking another. Yeah, especially when they're charging like fucking... Yeah. Eight bucks for a 12 ounce. Right. <laughs> you just fucking chug it and the like dude, it's a goddamn Milwaukee's best. <laughs> and the dude that made it, like, spent all this fucking time coming up with a recipe and shit is sitting behind the counter staring at you going, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's just mad as He's hell. He's like, how'd it taste? And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Take- it went down pretty good. <laughs> I really want to try this. This I'm because st- I'm still on the Naked River Brewing website. Uh-huh. The Habba the Hut. Habba the Hut? Yes, it's another wheat beer, but Habba the Hut is a new Star Wars day beer. We took our Mangalorian and added 22 habaneros, some some pitted and some not, to give this mango wheat beer a little bit of a heat kick. Not super spicy, but not super spicy. Chug another one, Chip. Not stingle on the aftertaste. Thank God you don't talk for a living. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. The Mangalorian sounds good, too. There's, so, it's a bunch of Star Wars-themed beers coming out, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. This Squatch watching wheat should have been one about, like, Wookiees or something. It would have been more fitting. Uh-huh. Well, not more fitting for the area, but more fitting because somebody there is yeah. a fucking nerd. Star Wars fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Star Wars fan. Not nerd. <laughs> Someone there still wets the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now we're the assholes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Plastic sheets. That's what we need. Plastic sheets. Plastic sheets. <laughs> Midnight Fuggles uh, is a chocolate porter. Yeah. They got, they got a bunch of beers and everybody comes out with a fucking beer like seems like once a week. There's a cosmic turtle. We've had the cosmic turtle before. We've also yeah. had the moon pie. The moon pie was, uh, I guess that's a staple. It has to be. 
right? I liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good too, but it was like, I, it's they can't get rid of it. Like, if they took that off the fucking menu, the people in Chattanooga would revolt, right? They made it. And, and they were like, look, we came up with a really good idea. We're going to put moon pies. You know, moon pies were invented yeah. here. And then now they can't ever take it off the menu. I'm almost debating on if whether or not the moon pie episode was the drunkest we've ever been on the show. Did we ever release that? I don't know. I don't think we did. Oh, good. I don't think we did. <laughs> yeah. We got to go back and do it again. Oh. Moon pie? Yeah. I liked it. We've done the Naked Light. We've done a yep. bunch of their beers. Naked Light. I drank two of those yesterday. Did you? Yeah. I want to try this. Uh, their IPA, uh, Sticky Parts. Sticky Parts is a hop forward hazy IPA featuring a- citra for a nice citrusy aroma and for flavor with a smooth blend of citrusy, darkness, bitterness, and earthiness. It's Sounds got a picture delicious. of uh, Cinema One on the fucking can. What does? Sticky Parts. Sticky Parts? <laughs> oh my God, it does. <laughs> it's weird going in a sex shop, going back to like the pervert part, the movie theater. And just seeing church pews everywhere. The pervert part? Yeah, the pervert part. The whole, let's be honest, the whole store is the pervert part. You gotta really embrace that shit sometimes. You do. I think it's funny how people like to pretend like it's not there, like perverts aren't real. Yeah. And, you know. And they're telling me this. I'm like, look, you're talking to me right now. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh, I don't know, am I ready? Facts with James. Facts with James. Are you ready for Facts with James? You will learn things you would never think of. Like the origins of a butt plug. Or the world's longest human penis. Oh, Facts with James. Facts with James. Are you ready for Facts with James? Today we're going to talk. It's not a sex thing. It's just a bit of a weird thing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh McNeil Island. It's an island in north in the northwest United States in South Puget Sound located southwest of Tacoma, Washington. Way the fuck up there in the corner of the United States. About where I used to live at one point. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, for, for a little while I lived up there in Anacortes. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah, Anacortes, just north of Seattle. Gotcha. Uh, the U.S. government bought the land on McNeil Island in 1870 and opened a federal penitentiary there in 1875. All right. Mm. Uh, the federal government accumulated parcels of land adjacent to the penitentiary. By 1937, it had purchased all the land on the island and compelled, compelled. quotation, compelled yeah. all the residents to fucking leave. Uh, Washington wasn't even a state until 1889, so that's how fucking old this prison is. Uh, so here's a list of some of the inmates that stayed there, okay? Mm-hmm. Just because uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz stayed there. Robert Franklin Stroud entered McNeil in 1909 at the age of 19. He wasn't even the Birdman yet, but he looked like it. His nose was a beak. His ears splayed like coat hooks. The prison logs listed him at 6 feet, 136 pounds. Uh, Stroud had killed a man in Alaska, a Russian bartender named Charlie Dahmer. Stroud had been a drifting teen runaway and befriended a woman named Kitty O'Brien. The two had been drinking with Dahmer the night before the killing. One version of the incident holds that Stroud was in love with Kitty and Dahmer got too friendly. Another states that Dahmer had beaten Kitty, who asked Stroud to take revenge. Um, Whatever the motive was, Stroud walked into Dahmer's cabin the next day and shot him in the head. 
Uh, and this is what he said. My mother always taught me that a, that a woman who is good enough to sleep with is good enough to protect. Uh, he wrote that years later. Uh, I took a pistol and blew his brains out. All right. So uh, in the 1920s, welcomed a bland little man named Frederick Emerson Peters, the most extraordinary impersonator in the history of the United States, a prosecutor once called him. Peters had a face that could, people couldn't remember and a manner that they couldn't forget. He was a doctor, a minister, a diplomat. He signed checks as Theodore and Franklin Roosevelt. He tipped well. His victims invariably struggled to describe him. At McNeil, he talked himself into luxury. He was Warden Fitch's, Fitch Archer's pet, his chauffeur for off-island trips. Uh, Peters drove the car in and out whenever he liked. He edited the prison newspaper. Instead of a cell, he lived in a small house. He had his own key to the prison gate. Uh, when he was discharged in 1931, Archer held a ceremony and presented Peters with a watch when he left the fucking prison. Peters promptly headed to Seattle where he shopped like a diva buying shoes, suits, and luggage, charging all of it to Archer. <laughs> uh, he disappeared and resurfaced two decades later in 1952 when the FBI arrested him. The year of Peters' capture, super lawyer Vincent Halliman uh, arrived at McNeil to serve a six-month sentence for contempt of court. While at McNeil, Halliman ran for president on the Progressive Party ticket. Okay. <laughs> Um, nice. His running mate was pioneering black journalist and civil rights ac activist Charlotta Bass. Ba Bass. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower won the 1952 election. Adalia Stevenson lost. The progressive ticket finished third with 140,746 votes, but Hallerman won more votes than General Douglas MacArthur that year uh, while he was in prison. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And Alvin Karpis arrived at McNeil in 1962 after 26 years in other prisons, including, including Alcatraz, where he'd met the Birdman. Uh, Karpis was the brains of the Barker Gang, the most effective and efficient robberies of robbers of the 1930s. When gangsters became back when bank gangsters became celebrities. The legend held that Ma Barker was a criminal genius who planned heists for her boys. Carpus actually ran the operation. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, who handled the collar in person, arrested him in 1936. Carpus was a model prisoner by all accounts. He helped other inmates take to the straight path, uh, straight path in and out of lockup. He also taught a younger inmate, Charles Manson, how to play guitar. All right. Manson spent a few years at McNeil in the early 60s. He'd been convicted of forging forging a government check and taking an underage girl across state lines. Samuel Bowers, Imperial Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, reached McNeil in 1970 after being convicted of the 1966 bombing death of civil rights activist Vernon Dahmer in Mississippi. Bowers left McNeil in 1976. His term coincided with that of Salvatore Bill Bonanno, the admitted model for uh, Michael Corleone depicted in the Godfather films. Bonanno's father was Joseph, Joe Bananas Bonanno, the model for Vito Corleone in the film series. Edward Bunker was amongst the last of McNeil's noteworthy federal employees, a thief, a drug dealer, and he stayed only a very short time. Bunker had written books during his various prison stints. His first novel became the basis for the movie Straight Time, starring Dustin Hoffman. He willed himself back onto the straight path in the mid-70s and forged 
a film career as a screenwriter and sometime actor. He played Mr. Blue in one of uh, uh, one of the hoods in the movie Reservoir Dogs. He mm-hmm. was a- an actual I- inmate at this prison. That's crazy. So in 1981, it, the prison was turned over to the Washington State Department of Corrections and became the McNeil Island Correction Center until it closed in 2011. It was the last remaining island prison in the country to be accessible only by air and sea. Since then, about 19 states have enacted a Community Protection Act of 1990. Uh, the act was a package of laws aimed at sex offenders, including tougher sentences a sex offender registration, and the creation of a procedure that allowed authorities to indefinitely lock up sex offenders when the court believes them a continued threat to the community. So, in other words, if you are a a real fucking degenerate that can't stop living in the parking lot of Cinema One, I guess, (laughs) they can lock you up forever, right? And there's 19 states that can do this. Um, They should all be allowed to do that. Yeah. So, McNeil Island today is home to around 200 to 300 of the country's most dangerous sex offenders. It's not a prison. It's just a civil commitment center. They can't leave. So, it's not a prison anymore. It's just a home to two to 300 of the worst sex offenders in the country. So, it's still there, this fucking island up in Washington. That's it. Yeah, it should still be a prison. Yeah? Yeah. It's pretty awesome history, though. It's been around yeah, for- Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Since, what, the 1870s? Yeah, I never, uh, yeah, I never even, uh, never knew any of that. Well, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we agreed we were only going to talk about things I knew about. <laughs> that was really, now I got it. All I'm thinking about is like going home and fucking doing more research on this. On that place? Yeah. There's, pl- there's all kinds of shit like this, like that you never hear about. Mm-hmm. I, this is what I do and I'm, I usually do this at, at the fucking quarry i'll sit there and like the day i'll be over pretty much mm-hmm. and i'll go to wikipedia and hit the thing that says random article and just shuffle through fucking articles and wikipedia is incredibly detailed for i mean there's got to be there's so much shit on there that like just minute shit an album that somebody put out and they fucking have like the whole history of this album of a band you've never fucking heard of yeah like they've made it like their job yeah. <clears throat> to do just that. Yeah. I have a fucking, I have a request. Okay. <clears throat> for next week's facts. Uh huh. Can we talk about the Bogwan? The Bogwan Vita or whatever it is? Yeah. The fucking religious dude? I want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I don't know why I know what you're talking about. You know why. No, I don't. I really don't know why I know I know what it is. And I'm sure people listening know what it is. Yeah. But like my fucking I read so much shit all the time. That's how I am. It, it makes no sense. The yeah. stuff that I remember. My for wife, no reason. my wife calls me out on it all the time because like somebody will mention something or something said on TV. And it's like, I know what it is. I know just enough about it to say, I know what that is or I know who that is. And your wife's like, bullshit. Yeah. And she's oh. like, she's like, you don't fucking know everything. Okay, so uh Jew lasers. We don't have any fucking music for this, but we should probably get some. For the uh the uh emails from she mails. Yeah. Our big <laughs> our big sack of fucking email. It's all you, man. You want me to read it out loud? No. <laughs> Just to yourself, that's cool. <laughs> I'll be right here. You let me know what you think of it. <laughs> that was pretty good there, Alan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alan from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I just finished listening to the 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 Valentine's Day episode. I can't believe you played bestiality through the whole thing. Me either. 
This goes against everything I was ever taught was right and Christian with the world. My grandma would say, you two are going straight to hell. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the link and not shaming me. <laughs> like that stupid old bitch. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the job. Like we're embrace the perverts. Yeah. Is what we're getting at on this show. Yeah. The reasonable perverts, not the fucking, like, you know. Like Paul. Yeah, not that. (laughs) Not hanging out at the park perverts, but fucking reasonable perverts. Speaking of perverts, uh, Jennifer from Saudi Daisy. I realize this might be an odd question, but I'm sure women like me listen too. Do you think you could design some BS gear? Oh, we're BS now. BS gear aimed at the women listeners. I would gladly send boob photos for a more feminine design. Could we? Yeah. I think you're working on that, right? Right now. Right now you're working on that? Yeah. Yeah. They do. Do we do have like, uh, like they're called curvy t-shirts and they have tank tops. Yep. Mm. We do like have that. women's apparel. Yeah. Just, but they're just wanting, she's wanting a design that's more feminine. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Chip nose feminine. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I have feminine hands. Yeah. What? <laughs> Daniel from Smyrna, Georgia. All right. This one's obviously personal. <laughs> Chip, where the fuck is that Reddit post? <laughs> and fuck you guys. Mexicans do stuff too, you pale motherfuckers. <laughs> well, uh, the Reddit post is in the works. Uh, All I got to do is just take my picture. But like I said earlier, I don't have to do anything I don't feel like doing at the time. (laughs) So not going to lie, just really hadn't fucking felt like taking my shirt off and taking a picture of my big pepperoni nipples. You don't have to take your shirt off. Taking my shirt off. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You just go all in for no reason. Yeah, I know. I like it. (laughs) I always go too far too fast. (laughs) (laughs) And fuck you guys. Okay. It's, you know. Yeah, yeah, this Mexicans is, this is Daniel too. that wrote us last week, didn't he? Or was it the week before where he said, uh, why don't we have uh, on this day for Mexicans? For Mexicans, yeah. Well, yeah. we were, we had on this day for a Hispanic gentleman this week. No. Or last week? No, it was a female. It was a female this week. I don't remember, fucking remember. The Black Widow. I don't remember. I, I tried to read up on her and Paul tried to read up on her, but none of us speak Spanish, so. We couldn't do anything oh, with Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember now because that's not my fucking department. So I don't know what goes on with that. <laughs> so you're complaining to the wrong motherfucker. Uh, I am simply here to uh, uh, do like a smoker's laugh. Yeah. And talk about Jew lasers Chip and it. drink is, my beer way too fast. Chip is the talent. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck with the talent, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for the questions i guess it was kind of weird and <laughs> there's two of them that weren't really questions actually three of them that weren't really questions <laughs> you're correct <laughs> yeah all none of these were questions <laughs> they were just statements about what pieces yeah. of shit we were <laughs> yeah i love how it's like hey love the show you need to fucking do this shit right here <laughs> i like your show but i can do it better yeah. i have some ideas <laughs> oh I hear that a lot. Like, fucking, yeah. yeah. you got to let me come on. I'm funny. Yes. Yeah. I hear that a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think personally, if you're got to explain that you're funny, you're probably not funny. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. And if it takes you like a thirty pack of beer to say I'm funnier than you, you're definitely not. Funny. <laughs> 
And also, uh, I just want to say I'm real nervous about doing the open mic thing this year. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to try to. Yeah. I'm nervous about it. I've been watching a bunch of open mic stuff on YouTube, but I always type in like open mic fails. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what. <laughs> it's if, bad if, every time. Uh, in my experiment, experiment, in, in my experience, open mic fails are pretty much the majority of open mics. <laughs> There's a, yeah. But that's what I'm worried about. Open mics are just fucking awesome though. Like, they, like uh, I, I think I might've talked about the guy up in Nashville that fucking just got up there for, there was like a two minute time limit and they were running like 20 dudes through. Yeah. And that's what most of them are. Yeah. Is these people that get up there and talk about like, all of, a sudden, all of a sudden it turns into a therapy session. Yes. And that's yeah. what most of the fail ones are. Like, yeah, this is my first time, you know, and then, like, my girlfriend left me or my parents are dead or some, yeah. like, it's not, like, yeah. Like, they think they're being funny, but it's not. It's Yeah. Sad. They haven't got to the point where, like, yeah, there's tragedy. Now, where's the funny part, motherfucker? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think you'll do fine. I, think I, don't even, I don't even know what to go up there and say. Huh? I think you should get up there and just start talking about how somebody else's mother and fucking father died. And <laughs> <laughs> like that last comedian, his whole family just got killed. We haven't told him yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just overheard the phone call. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a closed casket funeral. <laughs> yeah. I think there's plenty of little rooms around here, too. Oh, God, yeah. there's Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah. Where if it goes bad enough at one, I'd never have to go back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you drunk? A little bit. I am. A little bit. I am, yeah. I'm drunk. Have you eaten today? Uh, yeah, I did. Actually. What have you eaten? I had a... Uh, Let's talk about food for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they love when we talk about food. I'm sure I, they do. I never hear anything bad about the food aspect of the show. Look, man, we're just fucking... We're fat bastards. Food is a, is just what we're going to do. Food is uh, awesome. I love food. I love yeah. to cook, too. Oh, God. I, I got to get better at it. I just don't feel comfortable. Cooking? Well, I mean, I cooked. Uh, I, you know what it is. I, I, uh, I'm sharing a kitchen. Yeah, I understand. So I can't. Like, I'm sharing a kitchen too with a wife and two kids. It's fucking miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dino nuggets and French fries, my specialty. We're a, we're an hour and twelve into this thing, and just I think we're gonna keep going. Yeah, you want to do some I news? Just, you want to just do like the fucking get these news fucking stories off and just read them, and then like, uh, yeah. Hold on. I got it. Let me get into character real quick. Uh, hold on. I might have news. Let me check. Let me get. Let me check deep in the files of here. I mean, this is just fucking Paul is fucking us by not being here. But yeah, it's really a pain in the ass. Like I know we always talk shit like he doesn't do anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to realize. In the United States, hundreds of thousands of every walk of life on the farms, in low-rent housing districts, in suburban homes and apartments, and in the better-class neighborhoods of any city or town. For their number is legion, and wherever people live, there also live the mentally retarded. Loretto, Tennessee. <laughs> 
Police in Tennessee are cautioning against flushing your drugs down the toilet out of concern for the animals and local waterways. Don't flush your drugs. Send them to ship. My P.O. box is. (laughs) (laughs) The warning comes from a Loretto Police Department Facebook post where officers said they found a suspect trying to flush meth and several items of paraphernalia. Police arrested the man. On a more or less serious note, folks, please don't flush your drugs, okay? Don't flush them. Don't flush them. Don't flush, don't flush your drugs, okay? <laughs> uh, they said flush drugs end up in retention ponds for processing before going downstream. Now our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is clean. <laughs> that is cleaner than what is in a creek, but they are not really prepared for meth. Ducks, <laughs> geese, and other full frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what one all hyped up on meth would do. The Facebook post says, police say meth gators could be created in Tennessee and Alabama if the meth made it far enough downriver. They've had enough messed up animals <laughs> the past few weeks. Without our help, the Facebook post says, police say they will properly dispose of your drugs if you just fucking give them a call. This <laughs> ring up 911. Say, hey, I've got some dr- That's bullshit. <laughs> This is, this is a meth is, this, is this anonymous? Okay, here's my address. Come pick up this meth. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's complete bullshit. That sounds. They, let's put this story in the fucking newspaper and tell them that we're gonna if we if you don't turn our drugs in, you're gonna get meth gators. I, I had this post pop up on my Facebook the other day, and I follow all these different like county police departments from states that I've never even fucking been to because mm-hmm. the shit they post is so asinine. Uh-huh. And this one police department posted pictures and it was like i don't know it was probably it was every bit of like maybe like four and a half pounds of weed uh-huh. but dude it like this weed looks so nasty it, they just called it hemp flower and it looked like tobacco because it was uh-huh. so brown it was so nasty looking and they were yeah. so they posted pictures of it and they were like yeah next time you decide to whatever they fucking said they pulled him over for uh not failure to maintain land or whatever be sure that you don't have Four pounds of four pounds of hemp flour in your in the trunk of the car, and it was funny because you could tell like this is not weed that somebody's buying and smoking. This is like hemp that you know some hippie is going to make some fucking like (laughs) hemp bracelets out of and sell at the farmers market. And the comments on it are fucking hilarious. (laughs) Meth gators. Meth gators. Meth gators and Jew lasers. Jew lasers. I'm so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even fucking talk now. Okay, Damn. I got you. Uh, La Follette, Tennessee. I've never heard of La Follette, Tennessee. A call of a topless woman sent deputies to the home of <laughs> Summers Road in La Follette in Campbell County. Sheriff's deputies. Josh. Whoa, I got to slow down. Um, <laughs> Campbell. Thank you, Naked River, by the way, for Fucking up our news. Yeah. This beer's a lot better than I said it was at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Get fucking five or six deep in them and they're fucking amazing. I'm one deep. I hadn't eaten all day. Campbell County Sheriff's Deputy Joshua Jeffers and Brandon Gross went to the residence on the evening of August the 30th, where the homeowner told them a female who was later identified as Cynthia Lynn Teeple was standing in the backyard and had taken her shirt off. All right. Who turned him in? It's like, yeah, the homeowner... (laughs) The homeowner, it's got to be a female because the dude would just open a beer and sit on the back porch and watch that shit go down. (laughs) Thanks for the free show. (laughs) Didn't even have to travel all the way down to Cinema One. (laughs) The deputies went to the back of the home to the fenced-in area where she was standing with two miniature horses. Uh, (laughs) Teeple was wearing wearing blue jean shorts, 
no shoes, and a bra, according to the report from the sheriff's office. When asked where her shirt was, she looked down and did not know where know that her shirt was missing. Gross found her shirt about th- 30 feet from her. Jeffers had Teeple sit down for her safety because she was allegedly unsteady, allegedly unsteady on her feet and having involuntary muscle movements that caused her to stumble several times and almost fall. As Jeffers was speaking with her, he noticed that she had dirt on her lips and the inside of her mouth and had slurred speech. She didn't know how she ended up where she was, or who lived at the residence, according to the report. Teeple admitted to taking methamphetamine the day before, the report said. The person who called the police pointed out that Teeple had been eating grass and dirt from the fenced-in area where there were horses. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So the the complaint went on to say that Teeple had been chewing on the horse's mane near its head. That prompted Teeple to tell Jeffers the horse's hair is made of Laffy Taffy and airhead candy, based on the report. That's pretty good. Meth is a hell of a drug. It is. <laughs> but see, I mean, it doesn't really matter whether she took the meth or not. If she smoked the meth and did this, or if she was about to get busted and she flushed it and created meth gators, it's bad either way. Yeah. So, <sighs> you just can't win. You just can't, can't win. You can't win with meth. You can't fucking win. Do you want to do some more? Some more meth? No, some more news stories. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm be honest, no, because I'm pretty, I'm done. You're done? I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just going to have to go to bed. Okay. I think we'll get the fuck out of here then. Is that okay with you? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm slurring my words, and I'm sure that uh, everybody now knows this. Uh, the, uh like to thank Naked River Brewing for... Uh, Supplying us with our a great time, yeah, is what this has been, <laughs> yeah. So Naked River Brewing Company, Squatch, Squatch watching, yeah, Squatch watching. I'm drunk enough. That's what we're gonna go do now. Yeah, Squatch watching, Squatch watching. All right, all right. You guys have fun. You guys are welcome. Yep. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Jew lasers. is ruining the show.